Welcome in, everybody, to Mad Talk Sports with Joe and Drake. But instead of Drake, today we have a special guest joining us for episode 18 here. Yo, how's it going? How's it going? I'm Fur. What up? Happy to be here. Ready to get after it, see what this Mad Talk is all about. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us, especially with uh, with Drake is out this week. Started a new job, so on a, a little bit of a new schedule. So glad to have you, Fur to join us this week for episode 18. Before we jump in, you might be wondering where episode 17 went. Uh, So we had some technical difficulties, so these will likely get shared pretty close together, 17 and 18, the one from last week and the one from this week that we are recording here on 420. Hey, gotta do it. Let's get after it. Yep, today... Today we're gonna we're getting close to the draft, right? So we're about a week away from that as we speak here. So we got a game. We're gonna touch on a lot of draft topics. Obviously, we gotta talk NBA playoffs and a couple of games missed, mixed in there as well today. So we got a little bit of everything here. Hell yeah, good mix, good time of the year. Let's get it. And right away, we're gonna jump into a returning segment. We've got Gasser Pass, and as a reminder of the rules. What we're going to say here is various statements or or rumors or just general questions. And we both got to decide if that is gas or if that's a pass. Something we think is fire is going to happen or something that's not going to happen and we don't want to see it. Hell yeah. I'm ready for my first gas or pass. All righty. Let's jump right in. First one. So Jalen Hurts, the big news in the NFL he is now the highest paid player, not just now, but ever. It was his his turn, per se, to, to get paid, and get paid he did. Now, with that in mind, now that he is the highest paid quarterback, Fur, is it gas or pass that next year Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles will win the Super Bowl? Whoa! <laughs> well, I mean, that's a heavy one. I wasn't ready for that one, but... Uh... Yeah, I mean, um, I think they can definitely get back to it. I think they're the favorites for it. Uh, Jalen Hurts, I think that was the right move. You know, I mean, he was up next. And, uh, you know, when you got, you're got you losing guys, but your young QB is up for contract, you got to secure them. That's gas. That's gas. Um, Eagles winning the Super Bowl, though, huh? Uh, I'm going to have to go pass right now. Oh. <laughs> but uh, they're going to be competing for the next uh you know, maybe a decade they'll be they'll be in the mix. Now, what if what if extra bonus points here? The Eagles got Buddha Baker. Oh man, they're totally gonna. <laughs> I really think so. Uh, that would be a big jump for them. Uh, if they get Buddha Baker, then I'm 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 definitely gonna pick them as the lock for going to the Super Bowl. You know, way too early predictions, but I'm gonna pick them. Uh, you know, I don't know though. The AFC they're scrappy. You know, I'm still going to go with pass on, on the Eagles winning the Super Bowl, even with uh, Buda Baker for now. That's fair. And it's it's just obviously way too early, so I got to pass here. But if you would have you know, made me right now pick favorite for the Super Bowl next year, I think I'd pick the Eagles. And back to the Hurts side of things, like, he proved me wrong every step of the way. Drake would be here pounding his chest because he's a Hurts guy. <laughs> but... For me, it took me a little while to come along. He's he's got the stuff. Not just a great player, but just his attitude. Like yeah. good quarterback, good leader of a team. But 
for the contract, the crazy part is he's going to still be a bargain for the next four years before he starts making, I think, over $10 million a year. So this Huge. is team-friendly. This is a win-win. Oh, absolutely. That's the biggest part. I was shocked to see how how uh, little he's making compared to the later, you know, in the early years compared to the later years. Eagles are going to be making moves, and, uh, you know, as they always do, they're going to be they're going to be right there. Yeah, the Eagles, they're all in right now. That's really all you can say about the Eagles. So who knows? This might be a gas in a, in a little while if they make some moves. They have a good draft. They got picks. They got picks. That's true. They got the uh, the Saints pick, which that's that's just huge. So the Eagles in a great spot. Now let's uh, let's flip from less positive news and more to a more to a negative rumor here. So something that's swirling around now is that Delvin Cook of the Minnesota Vikings, the once be superstar running back, could be cut. Is that something that you think is is gas or pass here? I mean, I think so. They've been saying it for a while, and the Vikings have been, I don't know, kind of uh, clearing house for some reason. I mean, I don't fully understand their cap situation, but I uh, I think so. I think that's still happening. Um, there's still a lot of time, you know, a lot of players shortly before the preseason, you know, that could be a time when it happens. So, you know, uh, there's definitely going to be teams knocking on his door. So, yeah, I'm going to go gas, you know, Dalvin Cook probably going to be cut and probably going to go to some team and compete and really add a lot to uh, you know whatever team he goes to i don't know what the vikings are doing <laughs> gas it up he's gone. he's gone he's gone yep. it's well known i've talked about it delvin cook is done he's past his prime the vikings it would be a wise move to cut him and you're you're fine with madison you can draft a guy too delvin cook's not that guy anymore he's not and True. I talked about it with Vikings fans at the last Packer Viking game in Lambeau. They were behind me. I asked them. I think I've said it on this show. I asked them, "What do you think of Delvin Cook?" And they all just kind of shook their heads wow. and they said, "They said he's not the guy anymore." Damn. So gas. He's he's gonna get cut, and it's the right move. Gas. Yeah. Now he could still go somewhere and be useful. You know, be like a. a you know, be a solid change of pace guy. Like, like the Bills, if he goes there, then that's huge. Go pair up with his brother. Oh, that would be sweet. With James Cook. Now that, I would root for that. I would stop being such a hater for him and just <laughs> give him a little give him a little love with that. That would be that would be awesome. True. Okay, so sounds like we think he's going to get cut. We think that's gas. But we, a little different on how extreme we feel about him dropping off or not i'm clearly a little bit more uh, off his uh off his stock yeah i mean i agree like he's definitely not what he used to be but uh you know i I think in the right spot he can you know he can really help but yeah no he's definitely no x factor in madden anymore you know no not at all (laughs) all right so now let's stay in the nfc north kind of hell yeah and uh fur i'm actually gonna pass it off to you here to lead this one because you were the inspiration for uh for this gasser pass it was just so wild it had to make the list yeah it's a crazy one so they're saying uh you know obviously the rogers trade that's the you know that's the subject so here we go um you know everyone's talking about it everyone's thinking what's going on with the tug of war between the gms brian gutekunsk and joe douglas no one knows you know i think you know everyone wants to say think they know something about it the trade you know and nothing's we haven't heard a peep so 
leaves you to wonder, leaves you to speculate. Has the trade already gone through and been agreed upon? Um, but they are waiting until June 1st to push it through. And the reason for that is due to Roger's contract yep. um, on June 1st. They, <laughs> the Packers can, the Packers, <laughs> if, if Rodgers leaves Packers after June 1st, they, the Packers have the option to spread his cap hit across two years. Oh. While if he is on, if we trade him before then it hits this year and this year only. Oh, so okay. it's all at once. All right. I knew it was something on June 1st was like going to free up a lot of money for both sides. Really? Yep. Right. Yep. The Jets and the Packers, you know, would both be, I think, uh, you know, interested in in waiting until after June first to go follow through with this trade, you know, to help out with cap space for both teams just to clear things up a bit, make you know things a little more flexible. So that's the thought: is the trade is already agreed upon, and on draft night, maybe this oh. is this is where I really don't know, and I think it's really a reach. But the, you know, yes. maybe maybe <laughs> the Jets make you know a second round pick, one of their second round picks for us. And then they trade the pick to Green Bay, uh, yeah, to Green Bay after, um, you know, after the June first hits. Uh, I, you know, I don't know. That's we're gonna leave that up to the gasser pass. Uh, maybe we could do two gasser passes in this one. Just the fact that the trade is agreed upon, and the fact that there's gonna be some sort of draft yeah. pick swap, uh, which is which is what they did with Eli Manning uh, back in the day. So possible, you know. But uh, so, all right, let me ask you, Joe, Rogers trade, is it already done due to, you know, June 1st ben- deadline benefits? Gas uh, All right. I'm going to say it's gas that the trade is agreed upon, but I don't think it's because of the deadline. I actually think they're just waiting to announce it on draft day. Ooh. So I do think the trade is in place and it's just up to, you know, the Packers probably to say yes yes sir, you know, or we'll wait. And I think the Packers will say yes because they want to pick their guys. They ultimately, and the Jets on their side, they want Rodgers to be able to go to their team activities. You know, we don't know if Rodgers will do that. He hasn't done it for the Packers for several years, but I think the Jets want him to. Right. So I think it is a deal's in place, but it hasn't been fully agreed upon. And I, I don't I don't think the June 1st date is something the Packers are really that worried about. Hmm. Interesting. So gas on the trade being done. Yeah, gas on the deal being already on the table. Like there's already a pretty fair deal on the table. It's just waiting for the final yes. And yeah. I think Packers were just waiting. They're like, all right, well, we'll see. We'll wait and see if someone else hits us up with a better deal. No one probably is. These rumors are probably <laughs> fake that the Titans are on the t- You know, I've entered the room. So I think that's what the situation is. The deal is on the table. Packers just said, you know, we'll let you know by by draft day hmm i like it i mean i think i agree uh i mean in spirit yeah i I think i gotta go with uh with gas that the trade is is already agreed upon um and i'm definitely gonna go pass on the the whole pick swap thing because i (laughs) i mean i don't know that's that's more of an nba thing it feels like uh just luca luca for trey young you know yeah that's that's you know Comment in the end, I just uh, I think that would be wild if the Jets drafted a guy, he went and put on a Jets hat or whatever, and then a <laughs> I month, don't see a month or, uh, right, a month later, a little over a month later, he gets traded. Yeah, I don't know. So pass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're in agreement on that one. I remember when you told me that I was, 
I was just shocked. <laughs> yeah, it's a wild rumor. That's what my dad believes, so who knows? <laughs> who knows what, what's out there on the internet? <laughs> the internet. Don't believe everything you read on the internet. <laughs> Abe Lincoln. True. <laughs> Big facts. All right, so let's uh, let's stay with the Packers, but let's pivot away from the Rodgers saga and focus on, you know, what did Rodgers never quote-unquote get from the Packers in the first round? What did he never get? You tell me. A weapon. <laughs> They never drafted him a weapon the first round. Now, we're both, Fur and I, strong believers that the Packers still got him weapons. We just hit on all the second rounders. We are the best second round. Packers, uh, excuse me, Packers are the best <laughs> we, second round <laughs> second round uh, receiver drafters ever. 100%. And if you really need a reminder, let's look to last year, Christian Watson, Devontae Adams, a couple oh, years before that. Can't argue with that one. Can't argue with that one. Randall Cobb. Yep. Randall Cobb. Jordy Nelson. Yep. Greg Jennings, pretty sure. James Jones, huge. Can you that's can you everyone. imagine? That's the whole team. <laughs> that's that's everybody but Dobbs who's going to be there. But now, not to get too far down there. So the yeah. Packers have never taken a weapon in yeah. the first round. Crazy. So I think you know, does that change this year? There's always the talk, but is this year it finally happens? And Rodgers is gone. It's Love's turn. He gets a weapon in the first round. Gasser pass. Specifically, the Packers draft a tight end in the first round of the draft. Gas, but gas, but it's going to be their second first round draft pick. Oh, I mean, I hope so. I think, uh, you know, you take the best available player at 15 and then you trade up to the late first round to grab Darnell Washington, hopefully, Um, you know, so I'm going to go gas. I I do believe that they want the weapons now, as ironic as it is. So a double gas, you said gas to the question and then doubled down and said they're trading back in to get the tight end. That's really threading the needle. Well, also they could trade down their 15th pick and then take the tight end and then, you know, get more second round picks potentially. That's always also an option. So I'm just going to kind of lean into multiple multiple possibilities and, and go with gas for the tight end. All right. So you got you got some outs on that. That's fair. I agree, though. Gas. But I think we'll take it with the we again. All right. Packers (laughs) will take it with the first round pick that they have at 15. And it will be incredibly ironic that the Packers finally did that after Rodgers. But it's also this is the best tight end draft probably ever. That's you know, that's what's being heralded right now. And which leads really nicely into the next gasser pass. And I already know where Fur's going here, but you mentioned Darnell Washington for the Packers to grab him. Huge. Will he end up being the best tight end in this draft? I'm going to go, uh, you know, stay optimistic about my, uh, yes, gas. <laughs> I'm going to stay optimistic about Washington for sure. You know, I think, you know, if the Packers miss out on him, I feel like I'm, we're going to really regret it and he's going to go somewhere and ball out. He's huge. He can block. He can get the catches. You know, he, he does it all. So, yeah, I, I think it's a safe pick to pick him as the best tight end. But obviously it could also be Kincaid or Meyer or, you know, even a, a later round guy like uh, Kuntz or uh, – Kuntz, Old uh, Dominion, right? Yeah. Uh, what are the other guys? Tucker. I don't know. There's, there's a lot of good tight ends, you know. It could be any guy, but I think Darnell Washington's a safe pick. So going with gas on that one. Now I have to say this is definitely the draft that I've known the most tight end names ever. Very true. Same. Like I can't even think of a runner-up. Like usually it's like I know the top one or two and then I'll yeah. I'll know someone the Packers take in a late round yep. because of that, not because I knew them beforehand. 
So, I mean, that's wild how many good tight ends there are. And that's the main reason I'm going to pass just because there are so many other options. So I, I'm going to take the field. Like I don't have a prediction. I'll probably predict whoever the Packers take and all honestly, but I mean, I I don't have a prediction, but I'll, I'll take the field. I just feel like I have better odds. Yeah. That's, that's definitely probably very true. (laughs) Sam Laporta in the third round could go crazy. (laughs) That's true. Laporta was, that's one of the ones we missed. Yep, true. Yeah, I knew I was missing one of those guys. That's a he, he a dog. <laughs> All right, so now let's uh, let's focus on what's usually highest priority in the draft when it comes to news, and that's quarterbacks. Yep. And we'll take a break from the the Packers here to talk quarterbacks. Hopefully, they're not taking a quarterback. Uh, <laughs> so let's start number one at the first overall pick. Obviously, the Panthers made a huge trade to go up there. A lot of the a lot of the momentum is looking like looking like Bryce Young is the guy now. So gas or pass, Bryce Young is going number one. Uh gas, I think. Gas for sure. I think that should have been gas months ago. Uh f- you know, then for some reason everyone was saying CJ Stroud was their favorite and you know, maybe even Richardson. Uh I mean, you gotta exp- you know, I'm sure they gotta do their due diligence on everyone, but uh Bryce Young should be, you know, gas lock for number one. You trade up for a guy like him. I don't think you trade up for a guy like C.J. Stroud. You could, I don't know, at least not to the first overall pick. Bryce Young, he's uh, he's got, he looks good. You know, I don't think the size plays a big factor. Right. That's always been disproven. Um, so, Bryce Young, yep. Panthers, that would be some gas. What do you think? I'm right there with you, Gas. Bryce Young's my my favorite quarterback in this draft, at least at least with how they can be right from the start. Like I think he's got like the highest floor. Like I feel like he's just so smart. He he's got the arm talent, you know, at least at least pretty well. He he's gonna be good and he's gonna be with Frank Reich. I think that's the right pick, and I think that's what will happen. So I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna say gas there. I've never been big on CJ Stroud. Uh, not enough to say he's not going to be good, but just never never had that view of him as far as being a number one guy. So I'm right there with you. Good pick for the Panthers if that's what they end up doing. Very true. And I know you got a a, a pro comparison for Bryce Young late, right now. Let's hear it. Drew Brees. <laughs> hey, you can't go wrong. You know, undersized QBs that can just ball out, escape sacks, and keep their eyes downfield. And he's just smart and he's a leader. And that counts for a lot. Very true. Worth the number one pick for sure. So then we both agree. Bryce Young is off the board. The Texans are up. They have their choice of, you know, CJ Stroud, Anthony Richardson, Will Levis, anyone else that they might want. Now the rumors are saying that they don't want a QB if it's not Bryce Young. So assuming Bryce Young went number one. Gas or pass, the Texans will not draft a QB at the number two overall pick. Yeah, um, I am going to go with Pat. Wait, they will not. So that's gas. <laughs> They're not going to take one. Gas, and they will not draft a QB at number two overall. Whoo! What do you think they take? I think if they get the right offer, they're trading down. I think D'Amico Ryan's believes in his ability to cultivate a culture and players and they will still get a quarterback um you know most likely with i mean yeah you know i think if they trade down a few slots they get either 
Richardson or Levi's, or maybe they trade down further and they end up with Hooker or, you know. Stetson Bennett? Oh, gosh, maybe. <laughs> but, uh, no, I think D'Amico Ryans, you know, he believes in the team sport aspect of football. He knows it takes <clears throat> 22 starters and everyone else behind him pulling all the coaches, everything. Yep. Um, and, you know, I'm sure they're going to have people barging down their door to move up to get Stroud or Richardson. Um I think the Colts could, honestly. Everyone talks about the Colts trading up with the Cardinals to move up one slot. Why not move up two slots? I mean, I don't know. But could happen. On the flip side of that, though, if they did trade with the Colts, imagine the Colts get C.J. Stroud and he's a beast. And he's in their division. And he's in their division. And they got to live with that. Maybe not the Colts. (laughs) I would never. If I was the Texans, unless I was dead sure that that... Every other QB besides whoever goes number one is a bum. Unless I was dead sure, no chance. Yeah, unless the Colts really offer, you know, the the, the kitchen sink. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, either way, you know, if they because uh, they have the twelfth overall pick, right? The Texans, something yeah, from like the that. Browns. Yeah. So, you know, maybe they mo- use that to move up uh, after taking a defender here. You know, maybe. So yeah, I don't know. I'm go. I think the Texans are aren't taking a QB at two. Just maybe later, but I think they're doing something with that second round pick, like moving it. I could agree with that. And honestly, I'm on the same page. I think regardless, they'll. I think they're gonna pass on a QB. So I'll, I'll say the the prompt is gas that they will not draft a QB at number two. Now will they draft a QB overall? Probably, whether that's first or second round. But I I agree 100%. We're on the same page there. So now whether they do or don't, there's a lot of top QBs that people are talking about in this draft. And a fifth name has really emerged with Hendon Hooker. You mentioned Huge. him earlier. Yep. So with him joining that, uh, what appears to be cream of the crop harvest there, will there be, or no, there will be five quarterbacks drafted in this first round. Is that gas or pass? I go back and forth on this a little bit, but, uh, you know, Hooker's stock is rising fast, no question. Um, I'm going to go with gas, you know. I mean, yeah, you know, whether those uh, a late-round team like the Vikings or someone, well, yeah, I guess they're not that late round, but, you know, uh, someone could trade up into the end of the first round, a team that needs a QB. Maybe the Texans, They don't. maybe they don't take a QB at all with the, their second or 12th pick, and then maybe they, you know, trade into the end of maybe they get third three first round picks and they end that with with hooker maybe we've seen three first round picks before like that it's not impossible um so i don't know i think there's a lot of suitors for a hooker and depending on what happens a lot of different scenarios but end of the first round feels like a good spot for him i agree (laughs) i agree gas i think it's uh I think it's going to happen. I think, like you said, there's a lot of teams out there, especially the later round, uh, later of the the end of the first round teams that already have a shot. And who knows? Maybe sh- someone double dips. They trade back in that drafted high and didn't take one. So I agree. I think we're on the same page with that one. And that concludes gas or pass. And also, really, that that's that's the bulk of our football talk here today about the draft. We really got to get into the NBA playoffs, man. We we're they're playing game threes tonight, so we gotta we gotta pivot that way. True, crazy games, hell yeah, a That's lot good. of really good games. I've been able to watch a game, and I think every series except for 
I don't think I've watched any Celtics Hawks, but I don't, I haven't missed anything. But what we're going to do here is we're going to go series by series and we'll, we'll take a break in the middle with a game. But when we go series by series, we're going to talk about what's happened. You know, the games we've already seen, we're going to talk about predictions for the series as a whole. And there'll be some general topics that just make their way into the talk there. So we're going to get right into the NBA playoffs. No bias here with that first series. I just went in order of how the way the bracket looks, I swear. One seed first, yep. One seed versus eight seed goes first, and I just so happened to choose the East first. So let's talk about the the Bucks and Heat tied at one apiece thus far. Fur, what are your general thoughts on the, the series to this point? Nothing... Uh... Nothing about it has been too surprising. Um, just the fact that, well, just the fact that the Heat shot lights out in Game One, and we had the Giannis injury, and um, you know that was the the fluke game. The Bucks are used to kind of getting out there, shaking off some rust in Game One of series. Um, we've seen it in their finals run uh, with their last three series. All they lost Game One, uh, and you know, so losing Game One to the Heat when Giannis goes down, you know, not surprising and not worried about you know how things are going to go um but you know that being said it could still be a really competitive series even though game two was a real landslide for milwaukee um and yeah you know tyler hero he's out that obviously affects things for the heat makes uh jimmy butler have to carry a little bit more the the shooting and then things on that end um you know, should be a good series, but uh, I don't know. At the same time, Bucks and five probably. <laughs> Bucks and five, maybe some close games, but Bucks and five. <laughs> I'm I'm right there with you. I made a I made my playoff predictions for this round before we saw any games, so some of these aren't going to look too great. But my original pick for this series was Bucks and five. I still feel fine with it because, like you said, game one was a fluke. Giannis obviously going down doesn't help. But uh, on the other side of things, with the injury to Hero, um, the, he, him hitting that three with a broken hand, is it's incredible. Yeah, I've never seen anything, well, that's up there with the, some of the most badass things I've ever seen on the basketball court. That might be number one for me, because broken shooting hand. Yeah, crazy. And I, I remember watching that, and he was in the corner just bending over in pain, and I was like, are they going to call timeout? Like, or <laughs> someone going to... I mean, I get the time was running down, but uh, I mean, geez, you know, you could tell he was in real pain, and, and then they passed him the ball. Like, what a deci- what trust, you know? <laughs> I, I don't know. I forgot who passed him. Maybe it's Struess or something. But uh, to trust him, you know, you see him and he's in pain and he's wide open, and you know he's a shooter. So you, <laughs> you got to respect that. You know, that was crazy. So when that happened, when they passed it to him and he just grabbed it in stride like normal, I thought he was faking his injury, and I thought that was a play. <laughs> Like right. legit, I was like, "Holy Damn. shit!" He just got an open three, and then he he bangs it. He bangs it, Tyler right. Hero, and then he goes right back to clutching his hand, and we find out it's broken. So that's <laughs> that's one of the most baller plays I have ever seen. It's got to be the most, I would say. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> now, would... I mean, it's it was incredible, crazy, and I don't want to get too far into that, but it was just something super noteworthy yeah. as far as this that individual play. I'm not a Tyler Hero guy. I'm not a fan yeah. of him at all, but that was you know credit where his credit is yeah, due. Yeah, got to salute it. Now, unfortunately, that hand truly is broken, and even though he did it for that one play, you can't be out there schwacking threes with a broken right hand if you're a right-handed shooter. So he's out, out for series. So the Heat are hurting bad from that. Bucks dominated them last game, and I think, yeah, I think you're right. There might be some 
close games because playoff Jimmy is real. He's a beast. But the Bucks are just a better team. That's at the end of the day, they're they should win in five. If it's not five, I think six. Yeah, and so. if, if it goes to six, it's you know no sweat really. Like uh, I'm not worried about you know. I mean, it'll take care of business. It looks that looks that way. Yep, I agree. Now let's uh, let's jump to the four five matchup in the East. So we got Cavs Knicks, and to start, you know they're at one one right now, and the the Knicks came out with a stunner in game one. And then the Cavs, kind of similar to the Bucks, responded big, and uh, they got the W. But the the Knicks are putting up a fight. Yeah, I think the Knicks. Uh, you know, I don't know. I think uh, I think if this series goes deep, I think the Knicks can pull it out. Uh, you know, they've they've been uh, scrapping lately. The last few years, they've been making a few pushes. They've been improving as an organization, and they've uh, you know Brunson. That's a huge addition for them. Jalen Brunson. He's uh, I think you know things really. You know, start start getting close and crazy. I think he could be making a lot of plays, and I don't know. Maybe the Cavs just too young to. Uh, I don't know. I I think the Knicks. You know, they're putting up a fight, and I think they're going to keep doing it. Now this is where I gotta disagree. Oh, there we go. My original pick was Cavs in five. My pick now is Cavs in five. Oh my goodness. The Knicks are a regular season team. You know, hats off for a great. Regular season for the New York Knicks standards, but for the rest of the world, you are still the five seed. The <laughs> Knicks aren't that great. Jalen Brunson is having a, a great year. No no knock there, but people are starting to talk about Jalen Brunson being a better addition for the Knicks than Donovan Mitchell was for the Cavs. Make no mistake, the Knicks got Brunson because they didn't get Mitchell. Since they struck out, mm. he was their second pick. So na- make no mistake. Donovan Mitchell is a beast. He's going to carry the Cavs to a series win here. And sub note, while talking about Brunson, the Mavs should have kept him. They'd be in a good spot right now. But that being said, Mitchell's just on another level. Yeah, I mean, Donovan Mitchell, is a, he's, he's a beast. You know, you can't take that from him. He's definitely a way bigger addition. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, should be a good how – many, how many games do you think the series is going to be? Five. Woo! Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Five. I mean, wow. Okay. They're sweeping the garden. Sweep it up. Yep. It'll be some good games. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, they definitely Cavs should be the favorites. Knicks would have to dig deep. That's for sure. Dig deep and stay there. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I mean, they they might make it a better series than I originally uh, expected it to, but I'm I'm still taking the Cavs with no no concern. I'm just a big Julius Randle guy. I think he's a beast. I think he's, uh, if he can get going and help out, you know, it's, shoo, could be nice. Could be, could be. All right, let's uh, let's jump over to a, a series. We watched game three tonight. The 76ers went up 3-0. What do you think about the, you know, this series so far? Well, that game three was a great game. Um, you got to give a, you know, hats off to the Knicks. I mean, excuse me, the Brooklyn Nets, the other New York team, uh, you gotta you gotta give hats off to the Nets for competing. You know, uh, Michael Bridges is continues to be you know the the guy, the the cornerstone for the Nets' future. He continues to show that. Um, you know, things got a little chippy with uh, Harden. You know, throwing elbows and you know throwing it, elbows, catching nuts. <laughs> yep, it was a uh, so it was you know I was really surprised how good that game was, but uh, you know in the end. The Sixers came away with it, and they're up 3-0. So, 
looks like it could it's a wrap you know honestly could be over in four you know i think the nets might have a that that was probably their chance and you know i I don't know i think that's pretty demoralizing loss for them to lose game three at home like that even game two the way they lost that game was tough because they were in that one and they they put up a good fight they're still down 3-0 and there's no such thing as a close sweep you know it's my original pick was uh was Sixers in five. I'll I'll stick with it, I guess. Uh, but you know Sixers handily, like one of the more handled series in the in this first round this year because you know the 76ers are just too good for the Nets. Nets aren't quite quite ready. They're you know they were a late bloomers. They were lately assembled with the with the departures of Kyrie and KD in the middle of the year, but. You can't help but wonder if you're a Nets fan, like how could could you have, how good could you have been had you kept KD and Kyrie this year? But also, should they feel better about their future now with Bridges, with Cam Johnson, with I think four first round picks, with Finney Smith, with Spencer Dinwiddie? Huge. <laughs> I think so. Um, you know, obviously KD and Kyrie and previously Harden, not sustainable. Um, they still have Ben Simmons too. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think they, they got to, you know, feel good about the reset that they did. Um, they could have came out of that, you know, losing KD and Kyrie. Uh, they could have came out of that a lot worse. I think they, especially with how good Bridges has been playing, they should feel good about, you know, at least the future and, you know, going forward. They definitely could be a lot worse off after losing, you know, superstars like that. Agreed. 100% agreed. They should feel good. It hurts, obviously, to lose a generational talent like KD. And they could have been good, but I don't think they were better than the Celtics or the or the Bucks. maybe not even the Sixers. So it's, uh, it was probably the right move. But uh, let's, uh, let's wrap up with, the, with the, the Celtics-Hawks. Our last series, 2-0. Hasn't been close either game. It's over. It's over. <laughs> and that's it's crazy. I haven't watched a second of that series, and I already know it's over. This is the worst series of the playoffs. Hawks are no match for the Celtics. That's the biggest mismatch of the entire first round. Yeah, I don't understand. You know, uh, Celtics, they always, wow. uh, you know, cakewalk right there for sure. We got to scrap it out. Bucks got to scrap it out with the Heat and the Celtics. They, they got the Hawks. Shoo. Easy work. Easy work is right. I got really nothing else to say about that series. Hey, Malcolm Brogdon hit a half-court shot in the series. Hey, That's uh, fairly interesting. True. Got to respect it. All right, so that wraps up the Eastern Conference playoffs thus far. So we have all same picks except one. Fur's got the Knicks. I've got the Cavs. That's the one difference area. Going to be a good series, hopefully. Shoo gonna be a good series who's your pick out of the the east right now for the finals yeah just uh just making it oh gotta be the bucks i mean you know uh bias aside uh i mean you know bucks celtics gonna be a good series um but uh you, you know i think they're gonna trade they're gonna go back and forth for these next couple years the bucks and the celtics uh they're gonna be you know giving each other hell in the playoffs and i think it's the bucks turn to you know make the run welcome to homer talk because i agree bucks i think it's the bucks and you know side note something i i meant to bring up during uh you know some of the playoff talk here is that i think it was the athletic that did the the poll but they did a poll of players in the nba i think it was like 10 percent of the league uh-huh. and they asked them like who's the best player who would you want to build around oh. who's most underrated yep 
and the Bucks got a lot of things. Like Giannis was by far the winner for who you'd most want to build around. By far. By far. And Drew Holiday was voted best defender by the players, and it wasn't even close. Really? I didn't know that. Players respect Drew's defense, and that's something you should value because obviously they're going against it. Like of all things that a player can vote on, that's like the most important. That's respect right there. And then Drew also got the vote for most underrated player. No way. Yes. That's awesome. I mean, yeah, he he proved himself this year big time with Middleton being out, and he's – He's been, you know, objectively next level this year. You know, he's he's been stepping up, so he's been a beast. So not to spend too much time on the Bucks, but just had to talk about that. I mean, you know, the Bucks are great, and I'm gonna talk about them a lot more the rest of the playoff run here. But let's uh let's take a little break from the NBA playoffs and let's play a game. Oh boy. A fan favorite, one we've done quite often now and grown quite fond of, and that's off the dome. Ooh. Reminder of the rules for anyone new. So Fur and I both have overall topics or or pools prepared for each other. So we're going to ask each other the general topic and then give that other person a minute to list as many as they can in any order off the dome. Fur, are you ready? Oh, God. I got to go first. All right. I'm ready. Who's going first? Uh, I'll go first. (laughs) List it first or? Oh, um. No, yeah, I'm ready to answer. I'm ready to Alrighty. go off the dome. I'm getting the timer ready here. So, Fur, we're one going minute. to – you have one minute. That is correct. I'll give you mile markers, uh, mostly for the audience because you can see my timer here. But <clears throat> we're going to stay in the NBA, and we're going to stay in the playoffs. But we're going to go all time. Oh, boy. Fur, your off-the-dome topic today is the top 10 NBA playoff Points per game, leaders, you can do it in any order. Go. All right. Well, LeBron James. LeBron James. That's right. He's number six. Oh, boy. Uh, Michael Jordan. That's number one. We got to go with Kobe Bryant. No, he's number 18. Oh, my goodness. 18, everybody. We're going to go with Tim Duncan. Not on the list. We're going to go with Magic Johnson. Not on the list. Larry Bird. Also not on the list. Uh, Hakeem Olajuwon. Another miss, defensive guy. Oh, my, true. Um, we're going to go with, uh, oh, my God, Steph Curry. He's no. number 11. Wow. Just missed the list. <laughs> um, wow, okay, we're going to go with freaking Bill Russell because probably not on the list. Nope. Too old. I think he averaged like 13. He's defensive guy. Will Chamberlain. Good guess. I would have thought so, but no. Did I say Kareem? You did not, but he's not on there. This oh list is tough. God. Uh, Damian Lillard. He was number 13 <laughs> just Whoa, off the list. Geez. Okay, well then, uh, did I say Allen Iverson? He's number three. You got him. Shaq. He's not surprised. Oh, my God. How many did I get? Three? Three. Oh, man. So this is the order, one through ten. Michael Jordan, you got that right. A whopping 33 and a half points per game. Who we? Number two, here's the shocker, Luka. Oh, wow. 32 and a half. The only other player besides Michael Jordan to average 30 or more points per game in the playoffs in their career. Wow. Impressive. Yeah, Yeah, impressive. Number three was AI, just a shade under 30. AI. Yeah, you got that one. Okay, all right. (laughs) Yep. Number four was Kevin Durant. Fuck, why didn't I say him? (laughs) Especially with the, yeah, what the hell. Why was I, whatever. (laughs) Next time. Number five, the logo, Jerry West. Oh, we got to respect it. That would have been a... I wouldn't have gotten that one off the dome. So you got number six with uh, with LeBron. 
Number seven is Donovan Mitchell. Surprise. Mm, number wow. number eight, never would have guessed this one, is Rick Barry. Mm. Number nine. <laughs> <laughs> Number nine is Elgin Baylor. I would have got that one. Wow, damn. I've been looking a lot at Elgin Baylor lately. I've mentioned him on several off the domes this year. Lakers, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Number 10, a shocker to me, Anthony Davis. Mm. He was nice uh, when the Lakers won it all. You know, he can't can't take that away from AD. He was just a, a share above Steph at 11, Giannis at 12. And then Dame was 13. You got Kobe at 18. So if it were a top 20 list, I think you would have done a little better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a good one, though. I should have guessed Giannis, especially after he put up 50 in Game 7 of the Finals. Yeah, should have guessed him. Wouldn't have done you anything, but... (laughs) Yeah, that was a good one, though. That was a good one. Oh, all right. So hmm, I went back and forth between what to ask here. I think I'm going to go with... Let me know if you've done okay if you've done this before. Um, all-time touchdown leaders in the NFL of uh, you know scoring touchdowns. Oh shoot, have not done this of one. any you know receiver, running back, whatever any position. How big's the list? Um. Oh well, I'm looking at a pretty big one here. Uh, I will. <laughs> we'll go uh, top twenty. Top twenty. Yep. All right, ready, go. <clears throat> All right. Ladanian Tomlinson. Yep. Emmett Smith. Yep. Jerry Rice. Yep. Randy Moss. Yes. Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> no. Uh, 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 Walter Payton. Yes. Barry Sanders. Yes. Frank Gore. No. Adrian Peterson. Yes. Oh, man. Um, Travis Kelsey. No. No. Calvin Johnson. Nope. Whew. Who's the TD Hogs lately? Um, Jesus, Antonio Brown. <laughs> oh nope. Oh man. If only. <laughs> running backs. Running backs. Oh man, Sean Alexander. No. Yes. Yes. All right. <laughs> um, not Marshawn Lynch. Whew. Eddie George. Nope. You got one more guess. Ah, I can't. I don't got any on the tip of my tongue. All righty. That was pretty good. Um, Well, yep, you got the top four, which were Jerry Rice and then Emmitt Smith and then LaDainian Tomlinson and then Randy Moss. T.O. T.O. was five. Oh, my God. Yeah, T.O., you know. Oh, I missed some easy ones. He's a dog. And then, yeah, you got Marcus Allen at six. Uh, I should have known that. Marshall Falk at seven. Should have known that. Chris Carter at eight. I would have been surprised. Yeah, that's kind of surprising. Marvin Harrison at nine. That's a good one. Yeah, it's solid. AP at 10. You got that one. Jim Brown at 11. Walter Payton at 12. You got that one. Then we had Fitzgerald. Nope. Then we had Antonio Gates. Uh, that would have been a good guess. Then we had John Riggins. Okay. <laughs> Lenny Moore. Okay. Sean Alexander Let's at 18. Let's go. Tony Gonzalez at 19. Ugh. And Barry Sanders at 20. Oh, man. So let's see. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight out of 20. Pretty good. Pretty good. Eight out of 20. T.O. Oh, was the, I'm the, kicking the top myself. one that was missed. I'm kicking myself on T.O. Hell of a list. Man, that was a good one. Got us right back to the NFL. Yeah. Good Oof. little break from the NBA. True. All right. 
Well, let's uh, let's pivot back. Let's get back to the NBA playoffs. Let's get to the wild, wild west. Playoffs. Playoffs, indeed. Now let's uh, let's start with the one v eight again. So we got a uh, we got Nuggets T Wolves, and the Nuggets are up two zero to start. Yep, textbook. You know, I mean, what did you expect? Uh, I mean, <laughs> Jokic, he's uh, he's 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 gonna be there. The Nuggets, they haven't gone deep. But you know they're going to take care of business early and uh, put themselves in position to go deep. So, you know, it's a route. Uh, I don't know. T-Wolves, yeah, they, they might scrap a game a game uh, in this home stretch. Yeah, you know, got to go with Nuggets in five. It's, it, uh, they're ready for the next round, I think. Murray? He's looking good. He's looking great. He's looking like Bubble Murray. Oh, huge. Yeah, this this series this series stinks. Uh, Nuggets <laughs> in five was my original pick, and I'm sticking with it. Yep. Now, why does it stink? Like the T Wolves should be better than they are. Like they're you know they've got two number one overall picks on the team with uh, with Cat and and Edwards. They've also traded the the house, their mom's house, their kid's house for Rudy Gobert. Like they went all in to win. Like. One, why doesn't this work? And two, when do we start looking at these number one overall picks and saying, man, they need to do more? Yeah, they've uh, they've really been trying to get over the top for a while, but they've just been stuck in limbo. They've been, you know, lucky to be an eight seed type of team. Terrible. Uh, it's, they got to switch something up, but, uh, you know, I mean, they... They got young guys, you know. I mean, still, uh, they're they're still trying to assemble a young core, but they just can't seem to get it right. And doesn't help when you're going up against a, a squad like the Nuggets in the first round. Yeah, doesn't help. But at the end of the day, they gotta be the squad at some point in time. So pressure's on. Pressure's on now. After this season, you know, they're they're toast against the Nuggets. Starting next year, every year that they don't make a deep playoff run is a failure. That's what their attitude needs to be when you have those two type of talents. They're just not using them, right? Yeah, I mean, you should see, you should start seeing returns on the investment in Carl uh, Anthony Towns. You know, he should uh, be producing more for the franchise than where yep. they've gotten. That's for sure. Yep, hundred percent. Now let's uh, let's let's switch gears to the four five, which has obviously been a much more exciting matchup thus far. It's uh, 1-1 right now. A couple of really tight, good games. My original pick was Suns and 7, but we have news. We have news. Did mm. you hear? Oh. Kawhi Leonard has a sprained knee. Whoa. He might. He's going to be out this next game. He might be out the entire series. What? I knew he was out next game, but for real, the whole series? Nothing's confirmed there yet, but he's at least out this next game, which already puts a damper on things. Jeez, that's huge. They were looking like they were going to give the Suns trouble. You know, run for their money. Damn. I mean, wow. You know, yeah, without Kawhi, they just, there's just no way. Absolutely no way. Um, even missing him for a game, that's huge. I, I, I don't know. I think you got to go with the Suns in six. Play it safe. You know, maybe Kawhi comes back and they scrap a W, keep it close. But, uh, oh, that's a blow. I, I had no idea that Kawhi had a knee, you know, a knee injury like that. It's, that's brutal. Yeah. It really stinks because, you know, before that news came out, the topics for this game were Kawhi's been a dog. Russ has been a dog. 
the you know who's going to get more out of a deep run here Kawhi or KD are the Suns too top heavy and that's why they're going to lose to the Clippers that all changes even if Kawhi just misses one game that's yeah, huge it really is that's yeah wow that what a break for uh, for the Suns there because that was looking like it was going to be a real real grinder of a series yep I think it still might be if he only misses one game then it can be yep Kawhi's you know obviously different in the playoffs so you he's know, a beast i'd like to see him come back and uh and give the suns some trouble but uh yeah i mean the suns obviously favorites for sure favorites in this series or overall uh <laughs> i mean i think you gotta go with overall too whoa in the know. league or the west i mean i don't uh in the west <laughs> in the west i mean i i don't want to see the suns be you know Especially, you know, getting KD like that, you know, classic. But, uh, you know, I mean, you got to you gotta stick with them, I think. Uh, even as the four seed, you know, it's it's. The, I think the West is pretty wide open. And, yeah, I don't know, Suns, pretty good. <clears throat> I need to see how this series plays out for them before I start predicting their next series. Yeah, that's true. Suns versus Nuggets would be a great series that could easily, yeah, I might have to rethink too. <laughs> We'll see how I hope it goes. It's, I hope it's still a good one. Hopefully Kawhi comes back soon. But uh, let's stay in California like the Clippers are and like those next two games of that series will be with uh, with Kings-Warriors. Fur, let's, uh, how about you break this one down to start? Excellent series. The best series, even though it's 2-0 Kings, it is definitely the best series of the playoffs thus far. Pure entertainment, and that's all you can ask for. Um, especially when you have the defending champs, the Warriors, who are, are more than defending champs. They're obviously, you know, titans of of American sports. They are they are a figure that is just dominant beyond the sport of basketball. People know about the Warriors and yep. the fact that they are down 2-0 against the Sacramento Kings. The Sacramento is Kings is awesome. Light it the is, beam. It is yeah, light the beam, you know, it is exciting. It is television basketball at its finest it is a great great first round series and it is what you love to see um so so far i've just been talking about how awesome of a series it's been um warriors are up 12 at half as we speak in game three nice i mean i I want them to make it a series because this is so competitive it it, series like this you got to see it go to seven games you know you got to root for that you got to root for it because that game seven would be epic in sacramento my original pick was warriors in seven and i'm gonna i'm gonna rock with it take integrity mr you know just being just being consistent yeah so what you're thinking every home team wins until game seven and then the Warriors dig deep? Yes, I think that's what's going to happen. Every That was exactly what I was going to say. I think this series will end up being 2-2 again. I think it'll be right back to being a three-game series, two in Sacramento. Home team wins every game. You know what they say, series doesn't start in the playoffs till a road team wins a game yep. or it gets to game seven. I like to throw that on there because, yeah, you know, if true. it's – if it's like if you say it doesn't start till a home team wins a game, a series can end before it starts. You know, if you go by that logic. Facts, yeah. So if it's game seven, the series has begun. It's anyone's game. Yeah. That's what's gonna happen. This series hasn't started yet. Good for the Kings. I'm I'm glad that they're up, and I hope I to some degree I want them to win. But the I think I think the Warriors will win. I think it's uh, you know just having that experience when things get tight later in the series. Huge. They're huge. But uh, but tonight they're playing without Draymond. 
acting a fool, <laughs> stomping on people, and yelling at the crowd and just pure taunting enter- about it. Pure entertainment. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, Draymond is obviously, you know, he's... It's understandable that he got suspended a game, especially due to his history, you know. If uh, if a guy like Steph Curry was coming down and getting his leg held and stepping on someone, probably not the same, res- you know, consequences, obviously. So it makes sense, but, you know, I'm with Shaq. I'm with Draymond. What are you supposed to do when you're trying to get back on defense and someone grabs your leg? Uh, but, you know, at the same time, whatever, I'm, you know, it happens. Um, but I, I just thought that was pure entertainment. I loved it. That was that – was, when when you got a, a damn near tied game in the playoffs and um, and you got someone getting thrown out and the crowd is just loving it, I don't know. That was fun to watch. <laughs> so the stomp, you, entertainment, yes, hundred <laughs> percent. Clap it up! Like that was that was great. And Draymond's always been great at being an entertainer. Um, but the play itself. I didn't necessarily want a suspension. I think the ejection was fine. Right. And then maybe add a fine on top of it. But I, I, I'm not going to justify the stomp. Like, I think he could have avoided that. But uh, I think the worst part was just him egging on the, the crowd. That's what I thought was <laughs> the worst part. You know, just calling people names. You could read his lips. And, oh, yeah. Uh, that's just – there's no no need for that. But um, obviously this, is, this suspension, the Warriors are looking good. They're yeah. still looking good without him. Now, on the flip side, this could be Draymond's last year in the uh, in Golden State yep. with the Warriors. Do you think that's something that might happen? Yep, that's what they're saying. Um, you know, I think most likely. Uh, but you know, unless you know, if the Warriors win this series and then they go on to do some more damage, you know, maybe Draymond continues to prove how, you know, he. He's obviously throwing up bricks and getting thrown out of games, but he's, you know, integral to their success over the years. Maybe not so much anymore, but he, he I think he's still in a prove it um, the rest of the way in these playoffs. He's got to prove it if he wants to be back with the Warriors. But, yeah, I think right now he's got an uphill climb to be a Warrior next year. Yep, I think it's probably his last year. But this should be, this should be a good series. It's shaping up that way. But... Whoever comes out, do you think that either of these teams have a shot to like go on a run? I think so. Um, I really do think so. Um, you know, the Kings are energetic. They're young. They are hungry, and they, you know, when you're when you're dialed in and playing as a team, you know, you don't don't matter who you're going against. You can box out all the outside narratives. It doesn't matter what the Sacramento Kings history is. You know, they, De'Aaron Fox is, you know tapped into a another level right now and he could you know elevate himself with uh, another few you know series wins here i i wouldn't pick i mean i i really i wouldn't be surprised to see these teams go you know deep even maybe to the finals either of these teams but um you know great series great teams we'll see how things shake out gonna be a great great playoffs in the west yeah, it's true. It's it's looking that way. All these series look like they can be pretty good. And then uh, let's let's get to the last one here. Grizzlies Lakers. So knotted up, one apiece. Ja went down in game one, tough injury there. But the the Grizzlies rallied and they you know they evened it up. And now they're heading to LA at a one one series. My original pick prior to seeing a game was Grizzlies in six. Now I'd probably have to flip flop. But I still think the Grizzlies can at least give the Lakers trouble. I think sh- this should be a series that at least goes six games either way. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, 
How long is Ja out for? How's it looking? No clue. No clue. No clue. Could be the whole series. Could be another two games. It's it's tough. He's got he's got um his his on his shooting hand. He's got some finger. I don't want to know if they're broken or if they're sprained. I don't know what it is, but it's it's not great. He can't really do anything with it. He was in a cast. The yeah. Uh, like a small cast the last game damn yeah that's tough um yeah you know get, you gotta think the lakers are are gonna win this and uh you know still could be a competitive series still could go to seven you know either way with jaws jaws injury you know you never know but uh you know one thing's for sure is dylan brooks is is acting a fool he's definitely asking <laughs> for it he's he's the new draymond well yeah for sure but uh I don't know. I guess I guess Draymond used to poke LeBron like that and try to get under LeBron's skin, but it just feels different when it's, you know, young Dylan Brooks and 38, 39, 40. No. He's old. LeBron's 39. old. 39. Yeah, it's just different. You got a young guy talking to LeBron like that. Like, wow, you know, I mean, that's that's the game, though. You got to stay hungry. You got to – I don't blame Dylan Brooks, but I'm just like, man, he's asking for it. He is asking for <laughs> it. I mean, well, I wonder how that's going to – I wonder how it's going to go that next game when they play but uh the grizzlies they look good they look good last game the defense really looked good in game two that's why they got the w anthony davis was like he didn't go to the game on offense at least so you know a lot of people say like the grizzlies might be better without john morant they actually have a better win percentage over the past three years really without john morant so yeah. it's I think obviously they need Jop, but they can they can stay afloat if the if the Lakers don't take them seriously. Yeah, especially you know against the Lakers who have been so inconsistent and obviously over the last few years. Um, yeah, you know if the Grizzlies have a better win percentage without Ja, then yeah, you know maybe they're ready for to go deep with a team like the Lakers and you know take it to them. Jaron Jackson Jr. is a big part of that. He won Huge. Defensive Player of the Year. And he looked every bit of it, and he was dropping thirty. Yeah, he was. He's been looking real nice. He's, you know, he deserves it. He's, you know, he, they they gotta have, you know, a full team, a nice a nice rounded roster, and he complements Ja so well. But even without Ja on the court, he's he 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 proves that he can lead a team. Agreed. Now, something I didn't like in this series is uh, in Game One. You know, the Lakers had a really weird game. <laughs> LeBron played okay. Hachimura went like 11 of 14. Well, he did good in game two as well. He did. He did. So it's not necessarily a fluke. Austin Reeves went off, Oof. and after one of his buckets, he goes down the court pumping his chest, yelling, I'm him. I'm him. <laughs> I got to say, that people using that phrase has gotten out of control. Yeah, I mean, I kind of agree with that one. It's <laughs> like doing MVP chants for... Demontis Sabonis, you know, like <laughs> when does the when does the threshold come in? Yeah, true. It's <laughs> now that you put it that way. I, I was all about it when uh, when Austin Reeves did that. You know, I'm I'm I love to see it. You know, role players on the bronze teams. I'm, I've always rooted for it over the years. So when I see a guy, a role player like that, snap and say, "I'm here," you know. But yeah, you are right. It's it's starting to be overused, and it's got to reach a point. And I guess this is one of those points. Yeah, I think that's the point for me. It's over. It no longer means anything. Just like, you know, I always hate when, like, fans chant MVP for, like, a very 
you know, mid player, like not necessarily like a bad player, but like they're chanting MVP for someone who won't even get an MVP vote all year. Like I hate when that happens. Like just because it's the best player on your team and they're at the free throw line doesn't mean you chant MVP because they put up 23 points. (laughs) Right. Yeah, that makes sense for sure. You know, it's, yeah, you know, you got to keep things sacred. And I guess I'm, I'm him is a little, yeah, I don't know. But Austin Reeves. Gotta gotta give him a shout out. <laughs> Another classic LeBron role player. Oh yeah, they're always there. See, that's the thing. He doesn't have a. Well, he he obviously has had super teams, but I don't know. He role players step up, and you know, he brings the best out of them. Gonna be a good series that Grizzlies Lakers. Either way. Yep. Definitely wish Ja wasn't facing injury here, and yeah, that's the last thing I want to talk about on the the NBA side of things that's really come up from this playoffs is we talked about Ja going down, and we talked about Giannis going down, and it was very similar plays. Like, um, you know, someone was coming from not the person who was not guarding them one on one came to help as they were getting ready to go in the air, slid under them took a fall, drew a quote-unquote charge, and then the guys fell to the ground getting hurt for John Morant and Giannis Antetokounmpo. And I I broached it the other day when it happened that, like, I think the NBA needs to fix the way that they do charges because when someone's in the air especially and you're just falling underneath them, that's just an injury waiting to happen. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I, I agree. You know, obviously there's plays where, you know, it's it's truly natural and you just you you take the charge because the but there yeah you you gotta protect uh you know star players especially in the playoffs and i don't know you know i always i agree i never liked charges when i back when i played basketball please never oh god (laughs) you know i we would we would practice taking charges and practice is like this is ridiculous this is a hard floor under us like (laughs) i don't know you know like obviously Obviously, there's times when you take a charge and it's huge and it's authentic and it's and it's it's awesome for the game. But there are more times, you know, a lot of times, more often than not, where yeah, it's just is a cheap, ticky tacky, defensive strategy that yeah, you know, puts puts players you know at risk. I agree, and 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 even just going into it more, what am I? I pride myself on defense, whether it's basketball, football, anything. Defense has always been my hallmark. And me wanting to get rid of taking like those types of charges, that would be a benefit to the offense. So you know it's genuine coming from me. Oh, true. I, But also on the flip side, it's because, yes, taking charges is a skill. There's what, people that are very good at it, very smart with it. Right. But I think it takes more skill to move your feet and stay in front of a man. Like, play real defense, contest shots. That's what I want to see. Right. I don't want to see people, you know, bodies flying on the ground in basketball. That's not what I want to see. I want to see, yeah, guys banging into each other, playing tough tough defense. That's what I want to see. I'd rather you see play defense with your standing upright, not laying on, on your butt. So that's, it, it's something that I do not like. And I don't mind that it gives the offense a little a little extra nudge even. I, I don't mind. Yeah, I mean, I'm for it. Wait, so would they completely do away with charges completely? No, you still got to have charges. Right, you just right. shouldn't have to fall. Yeah. Like if you take a shoulder in the chest, that should be a charge. You shouldn't have to go flying yeah, for it so to be right. a charge. Just redefine the charge a little bit. Making the fall as what signifies a charge is just such, it's just such lazy from like a just refereeing standpoint even. Very true. Because then it's like, oh, someone fell. I can call a charge now or a block or whatever. Like I just, I just don't like it. 
Right. Should be playing defense, not all that ticky-tacky nonsense. I agree, 100%. So that's the the last topic I had written down. We got a, f- a few extra minutes here, I'd say. Woo. So we'll do we'll do a little mad fast to to cap it off. So it's going to also be a little bit off the dome. I don't have any prepared beforehand. Hmm. So, Fur, I'm going to put you on the spot, you on the hot seat, Uh-oh. as I send you quick questions back and forth. The rules are you'll get a yes, no, true, false, either or question, and you have to answer first thing that comes to your mind. You don't get time to think about it. You don't get to explain. So if I said bananas or apples, you'd just be like, boom, bananas, and that's the end of it. We're on to the next question. All right. All right, let's jump into it. And the first question for you, Fur, for Mad Fast now is going to be, true or false, LeBron will win a fifth championship? Mm, uh, False. Fake fan. Dude! (laughs) I set him up. (laughs) Hey, I mean, I'm uh, I'm not... uh, Yeah, no, false. (laughs) True or false, Kawhi will come back this series. Um, true. Oh, I like it. Who's better all time, KD or Steph? Mm, KD. Oh, that's a bold one. He's more talented and, yep, yep. What about the rings? <laughs> uh, I'm still going with KD. Steph is, is, uh, is a little shyster. <laughs> Who would you rather have, Jimmy Butler or Jason Tatum? Ooh, Jason Tatum, I guess, just oh, for the future. The future, further, further uh, you know, more, more ahead. I like it. I like it. All right. Would you rather be a Knicks fan or a Cavs fan? Ooh. Uh. I think being a Knicks fan would be kind of fun. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Just get to complain about the Knicks your whole life? Yeah, you know, and I'm sure they're, you know, maybe in 10 years going to go to the finals or something, and I bet that's going to be... Years. Yeah. <laughs> I bet that's going to be crazy. That's going to be fun for them, you know? Cavs, I don't know. They they had LeBron. Now it's over. I mean, they'll be competing, but I don't know. It'd just be more fun to be a part of a... I think they'll be fun, Knicks fan. Yep. <laughs> Who's better all time, Shaq or Kobe? Kobe. Respect it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Is it close, though? <laughs> Somewhat. I'm but, letting you explain. But not, <laughs> but not that close. I don't I think Kobe is, he's got to be up there. He's, you know, I'm a big, big Kobe fan for sure. Back in the day, those Kobe LeBron puppet commercials, whew, can't beat it. Kobe's, he's, he's up there. <laughs> All right. Last round of, last couple one of these will be real mad fast. You got to do just gut instinct reaction. Real mad fast. Yep, real mad fast. Super speed, hyperspace here. Better all-time career, Russ or AI? Uh, AI. Whoo! <laughs> Better all-time career, Kawhi? Kawhi or Jibby Butler? Kawhi. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to ask me, like, Kawhi or Tim Duncan or something. I was thinking about it, but that's <laughs> got to be Tim Duncan. Yeah. Still, though, closer, I think. If you weren't a Packers fan, what fan would you be? Uh, Eagles! <laughs> E-A-G-L-E-S. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, yeah. It's, it's look, They look like they have a lot of fun in these last few Super Bowl runs they had. <laughs> if you weren't a Bucks fan, what fan would you be? Um... <laughs> 
Does it have to be a team or <laughs> oh, LeBron, LeBron James? I've been oh, a LeBron man. fan. I mean, always LeBron Drake? and the Bucks, but uh, you and Drake the the same. We're like the LeBron the, guys. The LeBron guys. Someone's got to do it. I mean, <laughs> I guess. How about you be the Giannis guys, dude? Oh. I mean, I love Giannis for sure. I like him more than LeBron nowadays, which is, I mean, crazy because. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> True or false, Goats. Giannis ends up being a top three player of all time. Um, True. Whoa. Right behind Jordan and LeBron. You said that in order, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, unless LeBron gets one more ring, then it's LeBron. But think. you said he's not. <laughs> no, yeah, I've admitted defeat on that one. <laughs> Jordan, you got to respect it. But LeBron... Man, don't let these don't let these narratives and haters, and the fact that he's old get it twisted. He was different. <laughs> All right, next Thursday, are you more likely or no? Next Thursday, what are you going to watch? NFL draft or NBA playoffs? Me, the yes, draft, baby, the draft. yeah, <laughs> for sure, man. Nothing more exciting than the draft. I mean, day one and day two. I might not watch, you know, now I I watch playoffs over day three, but. Uh, Exciting stuff in the draft. <laughs> I agree. If I had to pick, especially since it's round one of the NBA playoffs, I'd pick the draft. But I'll obviously try to tune into both, especially if there's uh, you know good games on. But I agree. True. Draft season. Oh, yeah. Always fun. Christmas morning, you know. You find out, find out what we got going forward. Yeah. Good times Ooh. for everyone. Everyone, you know, thinks they can win the Super Bowl on draft night. Just like the, just like fantasy football after the draft, you've got ten champions right there. Absolutely, and there could only be one, and it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> For real, always a good time. Yep. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up episode 18 of Mad Talk here. Fur, we want to thank you for joining in and, and hey. filling in for Drake this week. Hell yeah! Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, it was pretty sweet. Hopefully, be back again sometime soon. Get a nice round table going or something one of these days. Yeah, you know, it's it's fun. I'm glad to be here. Thanks again. Thanks again for joining us. And every listener, thank you as well for joining in for episode 18 of Mad Talk. Don't forget to check out episode 17 when we get that posted here. Pretty close to this one. And 16 and 15 and down. Check us out on Instagram. Give us a follow. Thanks again for listening in. This is Joe signing out and our special guest. Hey, good stuff, guys. Thanks for being with us. All right. Catch you next week. You can book it.